if you're calling something junk food, why would you put it into yourself? Yes. You are accepting and seeing it as junk. Why are you putting it? Hi, I am Alok and I'm your host at Fitterobic. Welcome to Fitness Pro Chat, the podcast by Fitterobic. Welcome to Fitness Pro Chat by Fitterobic. If you're looking to improve your health and well-being to lead a healthy, fit, and fulfilling life, whether you're an amateur or a professional athlete, this podcast is for you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you all. I am joined today by Apeksha Nautial for Fitness Pro Chat with Fitterobic. Apeksha is a yoga teacher, spiritual counselor, chakra healer, Ayurvedic nutritionist, and a writer. Welcome to the show, Apeksha. Thank you. Thank you so much. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning to everyone who is listening. So, Apeksha, my first question to you is, Ayurveda considers food as medicine and obviously when consumed properly. Can you help us understand from the Ayurvedic nutritionist perspective, what are the food choices that an individual should make so that their doshas are taken care of and it impacts their health positive. So, uh, let me start with this. I read this quote a long time back, which says that if, if we don't consume food as medicine, as a lifestyle, if we don't consume food as medicine, we will end up consuming medicine as food later in our life. which is basically what Ayurveda also says. So Ayurveda doesn't consider food as medicine. Food is nutrition, all right? But if we consume it like medicine, which means how do we consume medicine? We consume medicine in proper proportions uh, as per the dosage as recommended by the doctor for our body. So if we consume food that mindfully, then we will not need medicine. It will react in our body like a medicine. It will cure our diseases. It will not let us fall sick. So that is what the purpose is. Now, Ayurveda, as I've said in the previous podcast as well, there are two things that Ayurveda says. One is if you're already healthy, for you to remain healthy so that you don't contract any diseases. That is the main thing. But Ayurveda also has medicinal science it's a medicinal science also right it's a curative science as well so uh, first purpose is always if you're living the ayurveda lifestyle then you will not contract the diseases second you have if you have end up coming up with diseases or you know because of your bad lifestyle or because of your bad eating habits then ayurveda has the solutions in terms of medicines herbs lifestyle changes which it will give you to cure these diseases so both Ayurveda does. Agreed. So that is what Ayurveda says about uh, food. And when you talk about how to eat, uh, what to eat, what is the right food. So Ayurveda, it's a beautiful science and it's a very, very customized science. So Ayurveda, like I've always said, you know, two people go with the same disease. They will not get the same medicine or the same treatment because they are different True. body types. So Ayurveda starts by recognizing yourself, your body, understanding your body, understanding what is required for your body. Second, understanding food. What, what, how does food react in your body? What happens? So everything is made of five elements. So we start from there. We start from the basics. And every 
yet every person is different why because the ratio yes. of the elements is different in our body similarly True. in food similarly in a water bottle in everything because the ratio of five elements differs for every item every material yes. and and this is materialistic stuff what we are talking about because we are talking about our physical health and all of this is mass it is material so we understand what the material is made of and once we understand what it is made of we know what it needs and then we give it that having said that mm-hmm. not just this the science is so deep that it goes on and talks about not just the doshas but the kalas also but it also talks about you know which time period of the day has which dominant doshas these are things that you know people from previous generations already knew because they were following this lifestyle it was part of our yes. life so they didn't have to be taught that you know you should not eat after the sunset their lifestyle true. was such that uh, true, they true. always maintained it so you will see that is why our ancestors were not falling sick so often they were not Absolutely. needing surgeries they were not dying out of cancer they didn't have autoimmune diseases they didn't have stress true. because food is your fuel and everything food is what converts into energy and this is the energy you are using for every function of your body whether it is physical or mental so if this energy if you are supplying the right kind of energy right kind of food or fuel uh, you will function better and once you function better Absolutely. when your body is healthy so will your mind be and mind is also part of your body physically there yes. is a structure right for you to most people don't understand when we go into diets when we want to lose weight we the first thing we cut down is on fat and a brain is yes. 60% fat our brain fat. is made of 60% fat you yes. are cutting down and you are saying mai bilkul fat nahi khau so you are not choosing yes. healthy fats you are saying fat is bad i want bad. to be thin fat is bad you have decided yes you uh-huh, are uh-huh. then you are depriving your brain of nutrition why do you think you are so stressed out your brain is not True. getting nutrition how will you handle it it's not able exactly. to function you are not supplying it with the fuel so to yes. understand that our body needs everything ayurveda in fact another misconception about ayurveda is that ayurveda is against non veg or you know ayurveda prefers only vegetarian yes as a uh-huh. lifestyle of course ayurveda says that it is not necessary to have a non veg Uh, but it is not restrictive because a lot of uh, therapies in ayurveda a lot of uh, you know disease management uh, medicines are made out of animal parts and animal milk and things that you may not even have thought about yeah that kind of science so ayurveda this is the concept that ayurveda gives understand your body understand how to consume food how much to consume when to consume and all of that will start only when you understand yourself first so once you know you and then you know your food you know where you are living and it's not just what time of the day which season true which uh, you know which season what is the natural habitat of the place that you are living in every single thing is considered what is your age everything yes. is considered in ayurveda so it is a very deep science and the beauty is it is also very simple if you understand the logic you don't have to really memorize i don't have to 
I can look at a popcorn and I can say that, you know, it will increase vata in me because it is light. So I know that it is yeah. made of air element. So it is yes. very, very logical. If if somebody teaches you like that, or that's what we try to teach also in the Ayurveda courses that we do online. We try to make it simple for you because once you've understood it, you don't have to go back and refer your book. You will know, True. you will look at a food item, you will know what it's going to do to you and you will make that conscious effort of choosing the right thing for your body type. Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. That, hope that answers uh, the question. So that, that was brilliantly put together and very detailed. So that brings to next question that, that I have is you talked about seasons and right. since childhood we have been hearing that we should always have either seasonal fruits or seasonal vegetables. Absolutely. How exactly, if we take references from our Ayurveda, how exactly one can plan their diet around these seasonal fruits and vegetables so that their life is simplified and then they disease-free? Right, right. So, again, very it's a very simple thing. What we are told about having seasonal fruits if we understand why if we understand the logic and i absolutely believe in this concept if we understand the why behind what we are doing or what we are eating or whatever it is then we will make conscious choices on our own so let's just understand True. why we say that eat seasonal fruits what are uh -huh. seasonal fruits now right now what is happening everything is available every time in this global economy yes. Exactly. If you want to have a summer fruit in winters, I can source it. And forget Absolutely. about I don't yes. even have to source it. I live in Bangalore. I am telling you uh -huh. outright that everything is available uh -huh. every time. Even if I want no, to eat a, an apple from New York, I will get it. That's it true. is available that's in true. some store in Bangalore. Right? That's true. So, when we say seasonal, it is season as per that place where you are living. It is not just seasonal, it also has to be local. And we need no. to understand why are we saying that it has to be local. Whatever grows yes. in this soil, in this, this is the beauty of nature. Nature, True. True. the only thing that is able to grow in a particular place is, is what will be suitable to be consumed in that place. Yes. Because it yes. is growing because the atmosphere, the climate of that place is suitable for that kind of a fruit or a vegetable, whatever it True. is, or a grain. True. Now, when yes. we consume it, we are living in the same atmosphere. So, nature is giving us what we need to eat. Exactly. But because now I am in South India and I'm a North Indian who's used to having chapati every day. But if I'm living here, that is not going to suit my body. The climate is different. So to understand, that is the whole logic. And again, like I said, it is very, very simple. The beauty lies in its simplicity. That, you know, why yes. do I need to eat seasonal fruit? Because nature has given me this. This is the right fruit to eat for this season. If I follow this yes. simple practice, I will not contract diseases. You know, if there is rainy season, there is a reason why, you know, ancient practices are such that even the diet which is given for example, even if you take festivals, Indian Indian festivals have, we all have, our Indian festivals are basically about food. It's a celebration of food. All our festivals are, you know, kind of 
they have their own items that we eat during those festivals and you know we enjoy relish all of these things very true yeah. but if you really dig deep into it there is a there is a proper ayurved logic behind what to be eaten in which festival and these practices okay. were not started because you know just to enjoy it is mm-hmm. not a food that has to be eaten for that day it is a food that has to be eaten for that season because if you notice most of our festivals are a start of something they are either a start yes. of season they are either yeah. a start of harvest season they are either a yes. start of you know it's either winter is ending or summer is starting full moon is happening so all the festivals if you see indian yes. festivals because they, these are these rituals which have now become rituals are actually based on these ayurvedic principles and logic because yes. ancient indians did have that knowledge of the stars of the planets of the earth and yes and we we started losing out on it because we started disconnecting True. with it uh, but we can completely True. reconnect because it is very very simple certain things yes. certain things that maybe used to grow in a particular place 20 years back they are not able yes. to grow there now because the climate has changed global warming has happened ab wo cheez ug nahi rahi you know that thing is not yeah. growing here growing, if it's yeah. not growing no matter how much you're used to it it will not suit your body because True. the climatic conditions of the place are not good for it they are not suitable yes. so what True. and another thing besides that why we need to eat seasonal or you know also because it is fresh if it is yes. seasonal it is freshly grown and uh, you have to look at it in a very simple way uh, when you keep a banana out when it's fresh and you leave it uh-huh. out for a long time it will yeah. decay it will basically decay whatever yes. food we are consuming it is going inside us and then it is processing means it is decaying it's not yes. like if i have a fresh orange is going to stay fresh in my stomach that's not going to happen True. but why am i eating fresh because when it is fresh that is when it has the maximum nutrients the maximum energy and that is the whole basic reason why we need to have fresh food freshly cooked fresh ingredients because the life in the food is only there up to a certain time jab when it is yeah. on a tree when the fruit is on a tree it is growing beyond a point yeah. it cannot grow which is when it falls which is when we should consume it but we store it in cold storage the longer you keep it the life is just going away that is why we say don't have packaged food not True. because it's not tasty it is definitely very tasty but it yes. not give you energy it doesn't have life so how life. you get energy you won't get that energy from it you Absolutely. may like it you may enjoy it uh, but there is no life in it so True. if you're eating something which has life in it it will give you more life that's the simple logic of it that is why we are eating sure. fresh fruit that is why we are eat, trying to eat seasonal fruit because that is the most suitable again different for different body types that we need uh-huh. to understand and because uh, we need to understand our body so it is for exactly. a person for one person having a lot of mangoes may be suitable for another person although it is mango season mangoes may not suit Yes. So you really have to integrate all of that together and then mindfully make choices in your food and when you do that in terms of 
quantity, quality, or what you are eating, then you will essentially live a healthy life. So hopefully, true, true. Uh, when you don't have diseases, you will also be less stressed out. So even your mental health will depend on what food you are consuming, uh, because it's all interrelated. Yeah. We can't separate our mental health from our physical health or our spiritual health. Everything is you are containing everything so you sh- should and must work on all of these things absolutely i think that was brilliantly put together a lot of insights there because food forms a connection with our mind and what we eat absolutely gets reflected in our the way we behave and how we treat others or how we deal with things around us very interesting part about food ayurveda also tells about how you should cook food which is not just the process also what emotional state you are cooking your food in will impact because that energy will be carried down to your food so what yeah. happens when we go out and eat if you're going out you don't know what ingredients they are using how fresh they are uh, suppose you go out uh-huh. to a good five star restaurant also but what energy they are putting into the food you you will not know you, yes you cannot absolutely. control it you know maybe i had a really bad fight at home and i still have to go to work that energy Absolutely. the food is going to carry not only that the fruit that you eat the energy with which the tree was planted even that is carried yes. it is so you'll be surprised to know when ayurvedic when true authentic ayurvedic doctors practitioners have to make medicines or they take herb or they have to you know pluck a fruit or pluck a herb from a tree they are actually uh-huh. supposed to pray to the tree before and ask for permission to take this oh, okay. uh, branch and to use it for healing and take that permission that you know i need this from you i will have to hurt you a little bit and i need to use it for somebody's healing please give that healing energy and that's how that is how the medicine is supposed to be made now i don't know how many people are practicing it honestly now but i know someone who is and i'm glad to be associated with him but yeah that is how i have learned everything and this these are the things that completely took my breath away when i was learning ayurveda that it is so deep and it is so simple oh, if we oh. just understand it so even when we if, if you notice sometimes you know i i'll follow the same process my cook will follow the same process but you know a yes. child will feel like you know mummy ke hath ka zyada acha lag raha because the emotion with which exactly. i'm cooking from exactly. child the cook will yes. have that emotion so true, it's very true. logical and if you really think about it these are things that you genuinely experience in your life you just don't have time to probably take a pause and think about this stuff but if no. you do then it will Absolutely. start relating to you it becomes a part of how no. you think so yeah i can very much connect with what you have said and one of the very good example that comes to my mind is when we talk about food and energy is prasad that we get at temples Absolutely. or at various religious Absolutely. places it's it it's very ethereal in 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 taste yes. uh, it it's very different from the usual food that right. we could put folks or whatever we eat uh, maybe the best of restaurants the five stars seven stars that we go and Absolutely. try and eat nothing compares to that kind of taste and and the energy that's that's where i i feel that that was brilliantly put together for example uh, i'm going to start using this example absolutely thank you so much other thing which i want to understand from you is 
spices and India is a mm. land of spices. Different states have different spices. I want to understand the role of spices in our food system. Basically, right. when we look from Ayurveda's perspective, right. how does Ayurveda looks at spices in the way to treat, say, internal systems, doshas within the body? Right. So, uh, the basic thing what Ayurveda says is that there are five rasas, five kinds of, sorry, seven kinds of tastes or flavors. Western has five, Ayurveda has given seven because Western doesn't recognize uh, astringent uh, taste. So, okay. we have seven. And what Ayurveda says is that every person needs all of these seven in their diet. In what yes. proportion is different? Where spices, True. so spices is, if I pick up one particular spice, suppose I pick up a cardamom, it is not that every spice is very heating in nature. Yeah. Some spices, spices essentially are heating, but some will be more heating. Some can also be cooling. And uh, all of them, you need to understand what taste it carries and use it accordingly. Having said that, if you really go by traditional ways, and you cook local. You cook as per prescribed in your, uh, you know, in that locality in India, specifically uh -huh. Uh -huh. in India. Uh, local okay. recipes and traditional recipes were always as per Ayurvedic principle and suitable for that place. For what differs is body type to body type. The proportion of the food will change. The proportion of okay. how much okay. carb or how much sweet you need mm -hmm. versus a different person eat will change. But essentially, yeah. the recipe and what ingredients are being put, what spices are being used, because they were all local. They could not, yes. you know, import from America or somewhere else. So everything yeah. was local, yeah. and which means it was suitable. And in what proportions to use was decided. And most of the recipes, local recipes, you can almost blindly follow because they're suitable, yes. uh, suitable for that uh, place. Where we, where spices come in, uh, for treatments also, spices are used a lot. Now, spice, most of the spices carry Agni. They are heating, most uh -huh, of them. Yeah. But some are cooling also. Like if I mix cardamom, cool. it has a cooling impact. It is not a yes. heating spice, but it is still spice. So it does. Yes. So, for example, if I have to treat someone with acidity issues. Yeah. All right. So I need to give them something which is which has to be cooling yes if they have burning agree right but yeah. if they don't have burning then i don't need to ah. give this cooling true true to them you know yeah uh, so it is very detailed and it is very customized for every situation there will be a different spice most of see spices are most of the spices are locally available and spices are something that we add to our food frequently and they they are available in every kitchen in an Indian household. Yeah. So yes. using spices correctly becomes medicinal itself. You know, you would have exactly. heard. Exactly. Uh, you would have heard so many people. It if you see our natural way of cooking, like we use hing ka tarka in dal, right? Yes. Hing is a digestive. Dal is heavy yes. protein. It helps. Yes. Logically, it's making sense. True. You know. True. Uh, True. So if we follow our tradition and we don't try to, you know, mess it up with our own creativity, unless we have some logic to it, most of the recipes are suitable for that place, for that location. Most of the spices used are correct. 
we not only use spices in our food we use for especially for home remedies i think spices play a very important role because again like i said True. it is available in every household and it is easily you only have to just you know maybe make a decoction or boil it make a kada now kada again actually indian tea was always kada this yes. chai milk tea came with britishers and messed up yeah. our whole system and so i don't have tea and coffee now milk uh-huh. tea and coffee now but i loved it when i had it and it it's only now we realize that it's not an indian concept we used to make kadas and they were different spices were used for different seasons so our morning drink was True. warm water with certain spices and what spices True. keeps differing season to season and it's not that you know we can't have sweet if you want to if you or your body type is kapha or you know your body type is cold and you need to increase the heat you will add jaggery to your tea but if you need some uh-huh. cooling then you must add sugar people just yes. avoid sugar as if you know jaggery is a great replacement for sugar but they are both opposites jaggery yes. increases heat sugar cools you down when you need cooling if you True. keep having jaggery it's you know it's going to mess up your system this is lack of knowledge you are not trying to yes. understand the logic behind it you are just following these either trends or something you've heard somewhere everything is not suitable for everyone understand yourself let's just start with ourselves yeah. understand what we need to do how we need to use our spices our spices even good for our body type you know some people yes. are able to digest even the spiciest of chilies some True. people are not you can't yes. give both of them the same thing saying even if they are living in the same locality you cannot give them the same food because it's not suiting their body type they are different people so yes. i think it all comes down to that spices again play an a very important role in our food and also in in home remedies i would say that is where spices because it's always available and uh, yes we must learn how to use them to our favor and you also talk about each body type to choose their right. own spices or food type that they should learn to identify absolutely and sweet majority of people have sweet tooth of some kind i mean even i love to have sweets of many a times in the present context if we look at packaged food or food that we order from restaurants or hotels or any other place typically most of these foods have added sugar that obviously increases sugar cravings and most people are to multi diseases including diabetes yeah. and being overweight or obese and all of that so how from ayurvedic perspective someone can look at adopting or consuming sweets that does not affect their body type negatively and it's very difficult to completely take them off sugar Mm. so as an ayurvedic practitioner or rather nutritionist what ayurveda says is like i said earlier also ayurveda says that you need to have all kinds of tastes in your food in your daily food not even like once a week so i these are all made because you need what is holistic food what is holistic health everybody needs yeah. it you know everybody yes. needs it yes in different proportions true uh, mindfully yes. chosen definitely but 
to assume or to think that you know my body doesn't need fat or my body doesn't need sweet is wrong your body needs sweet yeah, your body yeah. needs fat your body needs yes. protein your body needs carbs your body needs everything all kinds yes. of taste also essentially if if we have balanced doshas our body actually gives us signal uh, so when we are having sweet craving it is because there is a need for sweet but to hmm. understand that you know is it because of imbalance or is it because my body genuinely needs that sugar for energy because sugar will give you energy right hmm. so your body like i said the more deeply you understand your own body uh, you will start connecting with it and listening to the signals yeah. more mindfully and understand what it's asking for uh, people exactly so uh, mindlessly that they don't even know the difference between when they are feeling hungry versus thirsty so many times you start hmm. eating and what your body is asking for is water but you yes. start eating you start to pick whatever is in front of you and you just start eating so many times you eat not because you're hungry but because you're bored you know out of boredom so, or out of habit yeah. that you know you put on the tv and you feel like munching because you've just it's like a muscle memory for you so being mindful is very important when let's come back to sweets so different again uh, when we come to sweet uh, ayurveda is very specific that preferably use less processed sweets understand okay. what kind of sugar is suitable for your body of course okay. when we have sweets in the form of fruits or dried fruits those are healthy because those are the least processed having said that yeah. it's not like you cannot have jaggery or you cannot have sugar it is important that your body knows how to digest every kind of food but have yes. it in moderation understand whether your body type you know accepts jaggery or needs jaggery or needs sugar understand that both these things are opposites they will give yes. you maybe similar taste but their impact is absolutely opposite in your body understand that True. Uh, and the only way to understand that is if you have mindfully or at least try to study it you know and ayurvedic principles are completely simple to understand and uh, once once you have understood then you'll be able to make better choices and then of course there are other rules like having sweet during the pitta kal which is from you know morning between morning 10 to afternoon 2 o'clock that's when okay. the fire in your body as well as in the mm-hmm. environment is really high okay oh, okay so okay. when the fire is high fire is basically let's it's your digestive fire which is required for you to digest the food even in the atmosphere during that time the fire is high if you will notice the sun is also at its peak between 10 to 2 yes so it's very yes. logical right there is completely more heat in that True. phase when you have sweets your body will be able to digest it better it is as simple as that so have okay. you okay. like Great. to have sweets have it at that time that will help you uh-huh. Uh-huh. If your body will digest it convert it into energy good energy choose okay. good sweets okay. of course but choose a good time yes. to eat sweets be controlled in your quantity don't overeat sweets don't overeat anything yeah. in fact it's not just sweets another yes. thing another simple thing that people can also follow is that have your sweet before your meal and this is uh, this is we are used to having this again western concept of dessert where it comes at the end of a meal but if you notice when you go to these traditional places where food is served on 
banana leaf and you know yeah, in yeah. south india specifically even in maharashtra when yes. during festivals they serve the sweet yes. before they True. place the sweet in your plate before and the yes. way they place it if they are following the traditional practices the way they place it is how you're supposed to consume it as well now what happens from okay. a very logical perspective let's just understand why we are doing it uh huh if i'm ha- i'm first of all i'm coming for a meal because i'm hungry right yes what is yes. hunger hunger is my digestive fire is has increased and it needs food so yes. i'm feeling hungry my stomach is giving me that signal that you know gives true, me true. food i'm hungry yes. means my digestive fire is at its peak correct yes now when my digest sweet essentially is little more difficult to digest than a salad or than food ah, right ah, it is okay. heavier to digest yeah. sweets are essentially true. heavier So True. when I eat this heavy, when should I eat this heavy thing? When my digestive fire is at its peak. At its peak. Yes. So I eat it in the beginning of my meal. It cleanses uh-huh. my sugar craving. It cleanses my. It satisfies my digestive fire. And then when I eat food afterwards, I will eat according to how hungry I am. So what happens yes. is when we have a dessert at the end of our meal. because it is True. so tasty and because we genuinely most of us have sweet is the most pleasant taste so that's why most yes. of us have sweet cravings or a sweet tooth, uh, tooth right yeah. because it's a very pleasant taste it's the most pleasant yes. taste uh, you know we grow up as a child grows up for the first 6 months only on mother's milk it is essentially sweet True. and sweet yes. is the most nourishing also So True. whatever nourishment your body gets, whatever happiness your body gets, comes from sweet. So don't ignore uh-huh. it. You you are going to become a miserable person if you completely delete delete sweet from your diet. You will not feel as happy. You know. So once I've eaten the sweet, if I eat it at the end of my meal because it's so mm-hmm. tasty, I will maybe have two rasgullas instead of one because मुझे अच्छा लग रहा and at that time. Uh-huh. I already have food in my belly. My belly is full. I have food in yes. my stomach. My digestive fire is already engaged in digesting that, and now I'm adding heavier things on it, so putting more pressure on it. So then it doesn't uh-huh. get di- digested so easily, and that is how it starts getting converted into fat, starts giving you health problems. If you just follow this simple okay. thing about you know just having your sweet before your meal. that itself okay. impacts your health so much you will start losing weight only with this one practice i think that that's very insightful for people who are busy specifically mm. people who work in in different organizations so it it is very difficult for someone who is busy in the corporate life who spending 12 14 hours in office to keep track of the diet that they need to follow and especially they with with so much of processed snack that's available around it it is very difficult to track diet mm. on how you look at at this aspect of life for corporate people where they can address and try and identify right kind of snacking item mm. and i'm sure this will also be useful for people who are not in corporate but engaged in their own in their own personal lives see alok it again comes back to just making mindful choices which you'll only be able to make if you have understood your body and if you have understood food in general so you don't have yes. i don't have to give you a specific diet plan or i don't have to give you you know rules to follow that there is a certain lifestyle you make 
conscious mindful choices out of whatever is available to you so if i say that you know home cooked sweets are the best you don't have time to cook at home what is the next best option you go to a local halwai and you pick up local local sweet freshly prepared hopefully and yes. in ghee instead of oil oil so yeah you just have to switch you are still eating sweet or you are still taking that snack you because of this busy lifestyle you need what is what is fast food food that just comes fast you don't have to cook yeah. it why true, is junk true. food called junk you are yes you are openly saying that you enjoy junk food how can you enjoy <laughs> putting junk into yourself it's the sentence yes. itself is not mindful at all if you're calling true. something junk food why would you put it into yourself yes if you see it as junk if you don't see it as junk it's a different thing but you are accepting and seeing it as junk why are you putting Absolutely. it it's you know you're not respecting your own body it basically comes down oh. to that you are harming yourself and it is impacting your mental health it is impacting your physical health so uh, just yes. making better choice i i am hungry and i need fast food because i don't have time have a fruit uh, have dry uh, fruits it is available yes. local things go have even if you cannot if you are like hungry for food go to your local vendor have a local food if you are in maharashtra have a vada pav nothing wrong in if uh-huh. you are that hungry but in that yeah. also you can pick up healthier choices most of our chaats if they are prepared properly they have a lot of like nissel and all these things they are also healthier options than having a burger i'm not True. saying that you know vada pav is a healthy snack per se because it is fried uh-huh. unless you yes. are in rainy season when your body needs that fried that oil then vada pav oil. is healthy yes. you know so understand when to eat pick up from whatever available choices you have pick the better ones just put in little bit of effort in picking because if you tell me i understand that you know lifestyle has become like this nobody has time nobody has probably time to cook also anymore but if you tell me that nobody has choices i will completely disagree we have so many yeah. choices it is yes. just about yeah. consciousness to pick up the right thing it is not that you don't have choice you have a choice you know you can Absolutely. Uh, you can go out and instead of having a chaat you can have boiled corn that is better it will satisfy your hunger true, true, so true. when you go to a restaurant suppose you are going out for office parties and you have to eat outside you don't have a yeah. choice you go home you're not going to get dinner because your dinner was out so yes you don't have true. a choice now today you have to eat at a restaurant you need yeah. to eat chicken don't pick up the fried chicken ask for a tandoori chicken you know yes it has exactly. less oil it has been cooked in a different process absolutely so make that choice for yourself choices are available whether it is a restaurant whether it is your home whether it is the street try to choose local try to choose whatever is most fresh freshly prepared absolutely. you know instead of having a burger at a mcdonalds where they use frozen food which has absolutely no life energy go to your local vendor and have bunty it will satisfy so sure. it is fresher it is i'm not saying bunty yeah. is a healthy snack to have don't deprive yourself of anything whether it is sweet or any food item because once you start depriving yourself it creates misery for you yes 
it will yes, create whether you like it or not it will create that misery and True. Uh, because True. that misery you will not enjoy what you are eating if you are not genuinely enjoying and if you are not eating with a happy state of mind with a like emotional state while cooking second is emotional state while eating and all these things concepts are given in ayurveda we have just not studied it neither did us did our school teach it so we have lost out on it but if we were learning it uh-huh. if we yeah. understood it it's very logical you would True. you would also see like when you have a big fight with someone close you don't feel like uh-huh. eating even if you are hungry yes. you don't feel like yeah. eating why because your emotional yes. state is so disturbed your gut is not ready to digest the food you don't feel like eating True. because if you eat at that time you're going to yeah. end up with a disturbed gut that food will not yeah. digest because that energy is disturbed because it's the same energy that you are using for your emotions or for your digestion or for anything else energy is one flowing throughout your body and food yeah. is what becomes that energy same energy consumed for mental processes same energy consumed for physical processes when you are mentally disturbed no, no. your body will not be able to digest food that is why you don't Absolutely. feel like eating so you listen to your body and you don't eat at that time and when you settle a little bit when then you eat you will not end up with a gut issue or you know a disturbed bowel movement so we need to understand this at a deeper level the way food is cooked is is very important because that that's where the problem starts to happen it it's too deep fried or the kind of oil that is used to cook that Absolutely. food is not good or it has been used multiple times then obviously it does not classify as a healthy food whether it you right. are you're getting it from anywhere right is that people need to understand even if we eat something which is we are craving for we obviously have it in moderation but try and identify a place which does not overcook it or which right. uses right kind of oil yes. uh, to cook or fry that particular uh, food be more mindful about what you are eating True. what you are choosing that's about it it's not about depriving yourself be wise uh, make your yes. exercise make your gut strong so that you don't end up True. so that even if you do end up having something which is not so healthy your gut is strong enough to digest it and process it and not create absolutely. toxins out of it absolutely it's our job yeah. to you know strengthen our gut also we should be able to digest everything ideally absolutely and since you talked about toxins so my follow up question is on detoxification and today yeah. we see a lot of detoxification diets and there is a lot of smoothies that are being promoted as detoxification and from whatever i have read and understood and researched is most of these uh, detox diets are bad it mm. they do not work in long term people spend lot of money to get their body detoxed uh, it, it's not very healthy way to look at look at things or improve things how a people can remove toxins from the body by eating right kind of food that they should consume on day to day basis right interestingly if people are eating the right kind of food uh, the body will not create toxins you will not need a detox <laughs> the best way True. to detox is not to add toxins to your body eat mindfully your body will not create toxins for you you will True. not have to detox you will not need detox drinks uh, right yes as you keep yes. adding toxins to your body you will keep needing detox 
yes the best way to avoid if essentially if you are genuinely following ayurvedic principles in diet in the way you eat in the way you consume food uh, you will not need any kind of detox because the diet itself and now ayurved is not only about diet it is about lifestyle so ayurved specifically gives a dinacharya what is a dinacharya how your day should go very yeah. difficult for people today to follow it because the lifestyle has changed the way they work has changed job timings all over the place so, yeah. but if you choose to follow and if you try to do the best out of whatever has been prescribed uh, you will not need detox or you will not your body will not create toxins very simple you know when you talk about toxins in ayurveda the concept of toxin is called ama ama is a much larger broader concept than just toxin but okay. toxins is also so basically ama is something that whatever you put in your body which is unnecessary uh-huh. uh yeah and and you're not able to release it through either through urine or through your bowel movement if you're not yes. able to release it it stays in your body and it becomes toxic for your body okay. it starts okay. becoming either fat or it yeah. manifests in some other kind of you know issue or disease or cancerous growth whatever true whatever true. you are putting inside which is not required it's like you know if you have a petrol vehicle and you put diesel also in it it's <laughs> exactly. you're putting unnecessary things it's going to mess up the vehicle yes. right yes uh, so absolutely that is what it is with your body also if you're putting unnecessary things then these things are getting stored as toxins in your body something as simple yes. as when you get the urge to urinate and you hold uh-huh. it yeah. the moment you hold it in it starts yes. creating toxins in your body you are absolutely oh, not okay. supposed to hold you know urine or uh-huh. urge urge to go to the washroom whatever it is. similarly yeah. even when you feel that urge to eat something if it is really hunger Yeah, uh, you yeah. can't deprive your body because that also True. will create toxin in the form of gas Absolutely. that will still be toxin right yes so you yes. have to be mindful enough to understand and these are very little things if you start practicing that you know eat when you are hungry go to the washroom uh-huh. when you get the urge don't put your when your body is telling you something understand it and react to it True. so yes ayurved also as medicinally it gives a lot of you know recipes and depending on what your health issue is we'll give you a detox drink or something to follow as a lifestyle but the purpose is never to clear, clear the toxins and there are of course there are processes there is panchakarma which is like complete detox of your body from all the parts right so there are therapies there are processes and these are all the medicinal therapeutic part of ayurveda not nutrition but i'm just talking about it because of course there are solutions but the solution is not that you keep eating wrong and you keep going for a panchakarma therapy every year that cannot be your solution that is your solution is only your lifestyle when it comes to ayurvedic nutrition if you're following it you will not need this it is as simple True. as that True. if you need you go True. to an ayurvedic doctor he will give you 10 types of decoctions to eat to drink yeah. or to consume and why do these not work over a long term because yeah you you can't keep doing the wrong things and you know saath mein dawai lete raho that's 
the wrong way absolutely, to live. Absolutely. The idea absolutely. and Ayurveda essentially the way it cures diseases is by treating the cause, not the symptom. Yes. So once you are balanced, you need to follow a lifestyle so that it doesn't recur. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point of chikitsa or cure. We have not cured anything. We are True. just treating the symptoms and Ayurveda absolutely doesn't believe in it. Absolutely. So, yes. Absolutely. Who are suffering from chronic diseases and right. uh, say chronic kidney disease is one, diabetes is another. And there are a lot of health related aspects that we see in our lives today. What are the aspects that we need to take care of, specifically seeing food as a medicine, the type of food that we should add diet for people who are suffering from CKD or diabetes, mm-hmm. that they can add to their food so that they start to see some positive results. Because obviously they are, they are deprived of a lot of food items sometimes. Right. They, they've been asked to stick to a restrictive diet. So that their body can recover and, and cooperate better right. through that kind of food. From Ayurveda's perspective, what are the food items that you see are beneficial for these patients? Right. So again, I would say that, you know, I, if I tell you certain food items that you can include, how you are supposed to eat it, or what is the condition of that particular patient, everything is going to be different. So for me to say for, you know, for example, to say that, you know, if you are diabetic, wake up in the morning, have methi seeds, yes, it will work for you. But I don't know if you are a pitta body type and it's too heating Uh for you, it might harm you also. So one size fits all never works with Ayurveda because logically it's not making any sense. So when you go, when you go to treat, especially these autoimmune diseases, which are essentially lifestyle diseases. You understand yeah. that the cause is your lifestyle. You need to fix your lifestyle. You need to fix yes. the way you eat. Yes. The object of an Ayurvedic doctor will never be a solution that stop eating sweets altogether. For some time, exactly. you might exactly. have to stop till your sugar comes into control. And then you come to a health state that your body is able to consume at least some amount of sugar without creating any more so, harm. That's yeah happen if you have made the necessary lifestyle changes if you have added exercise if you have added yoga to your practice uh, you need to be able to do this otherwise like i said if you don't consume food like medicine you will consume medicine like food your plate will yeah. have you know lots of old people it's very disheartening to see they please yes. have one bowl of different colors of tablets you know medicines it it's Absolutely. not it nobody can feel good about it you know, it's, That's right. it's not That's a right. nice way to live. And I read the lifestyle science. So we are trying to True. make you understand to make conscious decisions. I would not like to give you any particular food items because uh, mm-hmm. as per the logic that I've only been talking about, it's different for every person. And lifestyle Absolutely. changes are the only solution to all these diseases, especially autoimmune diseases, or I would say any kind of disease. In fact, Physical manifestation of disease is always mental. Even your mental True. health, it is very important. It is affected and impacted by the kind of food you are eating, the kind of energy yeah. you are giving, putting into the food. You know, why do we have this practice of praying before we eat? You'll see a lot of Ayurvedic yeah. practitioners and yoga practitioners do it. Because it's very simple. You know, yoga says that uh, 
your body is the temple which carries the spirit the eternal yes. you know the higher energy and like you keep a temple clean the way yeah. same way you are supposed to keep your body clean uh, whatever you True. cannot take to a temple don't put yeah. inside your body so why do you, when i pray uh, to uh-huh. food to my plate what essentially happens is i am putting a certain energy into the food yeah. uh, i am yes. dedicating it as a prasad to the god which is inside me to the energy which is yes. inside me yes. so when i consume this food it becomes it becomes like a blessing to my body uh, right yeah. these things can completely change if food reacts in your body uh, you know absolutely that brings me to the penultimate question for today's episode what top three recommendations that you would have for everyone looking at food medicine right so one is of course start by understanding yourself please it is a humble request understand your body type and understand what suits you do not follow diets do not follow fads do not follow what you watch on instagram or youtube uh, because everything doesn't suit everybody so understand what okay. suits you eat mindfully select options which are suitable for you and don't overeat eat when you are hungry okay. don't deprive yourself don't uh-huh. overeat also just be mindful about what you are eating how you are eating it and is it suitable so whenever you eat something please ask yourself this question yes is yes. it required for me so if i True. want to follow something like oh having soaked almonds in the morning is good yes it is good yes. do you need it yes. do you need it true If yeah. you don't need it, don't eat it. Huh. I think that's uh, the important question to ask. Is it good for you? Yeah. If it's not good for you, please don't eat. It's not necessary that everything that's good is good for everyone. Absolutely. It's not. It's not. So understand it. Be mindful about it. That is the only solution, and make it part of your lifestyle so that you don't have True. to follow any diet. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to make rules for yourself. Deprive yourself. If you're eating mindfully, you can eat whatever you want to eat. You know, you don't have to think. Yeah. So, so the last question that I have is more of a personal question. Mm-hmm. What keeps you busy apart from work? Apart from work, I don't have so much of time. Honestly, <laughs> I do enjoy doing a lot of uh, creative things. Okay. I I like to listen to good uh, music. Uh, occasionally, dance maybe alone also. Oh, uh, awesome! Release. Kind of I don't read much. I would love to read. a lot but i don't know somehow uh-huh. i'm not an avid reader but i write a lot so i enjoy okay. i enjoy i do spend watching content but i okay. very consciously watch content spiritual content on mindfulness and things like that because it keeps me it gives some more positive thoughts and then yes. i write so yes exactly I write about it i uh, you know kind of process it and other than that i don't get much time so to say uh, so yeah i try to do live mindfully and uh, weekends i try to do activities that enhance myself again this whole concept of you know weekend we just instead of meeting friends over a coffee or over a lunch you know we try to uh, mindfully meet over a trek or over a small you know something awesome. some awesome. activity i think it helps it Absolutely. is It's a good way to connect and be more creative yes. about you know how you can connect with friends. I'm not saying don't connect. I try to sleep on True. time, so I don't watch yes. TV at night because honestly, am I? I wake up very early, 
I try to stick to my meditative practices because it helps. So whatever I try to, or I'm preaching, I try to first follow it. I I wouldn't say I don't have a lot of time, but uh, I uh-huh. all the time is consumed in either teaching or planning the sessions or watching some you know spiritual content. Anything that consciously I also surround myself uh, with people who are who have a positive influence on me and i do not surround myself with a lot of people this is something i do so you will not find me at a party because i like to have meaningful connections so i consciously stay away from meaningless activities that is how i spend my time so i do meet friends but maybe not in groups i meet one friend at a time take out good time for them spend good time Uh with them and uh, you know connect and talk about everything like absolutely Brilliant, Ikshan. I it, it's lovely to talk to you once again. Thank, thank you, you so much. So thank you. Uh, it was lovely as usual, and I also enjoy talking about things that I'm passionate about. So grateful for the opportunity, and take care. Namaste, pranam. Live mindfully, teach mindfully. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening to Fitness Pro Chat by Fit Aerobic. We hope you had key takeaways from today's episode and learned something new. Don't forget to download and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. In the meantime, reach out to us on Instagram at Fit Aerobic or through our website, fitaerobic.com. And remember, failures will only make you strong and better learned. Take care, stay healthy, and live a fulfilling life with Fit Aerobic.